Welcome to the Joy of Gaming Podcast, another special edition episode. Because we talk about everything now. And it's kind of the Joy of Geek, but, but what can I say? Yeah, and this is a good topic. Uh, we are recording very late at night because it took a lot longer. 1 a.m. in the morning, start time. So but we we are talking about the Upfronts 2015. That is when all of the TV, the big five TV networks get together. They show off their trailers. Wasn't and, it the uh, big four? Did we see five? No, we yeah, saw yeah, five. Yeah, no, we saw five. Well, okay, the big three are technically ABC, CBS, NBC. Fox has squeezed its way in there, and uh, just on quality Fox alone. Fox is like, what's up? Just like on I'm here. Quality alone. Minority you know, Report. The CW. <laughs> uh, but we love TV. We've oh, had TV man. episodes before. Oh, yeah. Uh, we like talking about the new schedule. We're obviously going to come back in the fall and talk about our thoughts on all the shows we're about to wildly gesticulate on but, I, well it is tough because i mean for a lot of these shows these are two to three on the low end minutes uh all the way up to like six or seven minutes mostly on the like five minute range yeah. so we're trying to judge the entire merit of a show based on that i mean i think let it's alone rid- that it's a pilot right that's what i was gonna say difficult. that's what i was gonna say like it's kind of ridiculous to be Judging, you know, the whole merit of a series on pilots like networks do all the time. That said, some of these are just outright atrocious. Terrible. Looking. Some of them really promising. Did somebody say Dr. Ken? Uh, Holy fuck. Poor, poor, poor Ken, Ken Jong. I know, he's so fucking talented. I've never seen, I'm sorry to jump the gun, but of all the things I just saw, we just watched like 25, 30 trailers. I have never seen something squander somebody's talent more, maybe than Mulaney, but I don't really know what Mulaney, I don't know that Mulaney's talented. So that, that doesn't count. He's a count. good stand-up. He, so I hear. He also you wouldn't know the, it from that show. He also wrote, helped, he was also one of the co-writers on all the Stefan skets, sketch, bleh, sketches yeah, on SNL. Yeah, I know, but. He's got talent. The fucking execution on that was the best part, man. Without the him, like. That is true. Bill Hader was a big part It's kind of, of funny writing, but the execution was what made that. True. Anyway. Anyway, we're going to talk about them in the order they announced. Awesome. Uh, I believe. Ish. I'm pretty sure. Ish. I'm pretty sure these are the right order. I might be insane. That said, my name is Rich Lepore. <laughs> and I am Jordan Alsaka. And it's going to be a crazy hour or so. But uh, we will start with the people that started us out at the beginning of the week with a whole four trailers. So not the biggest fall lineup. One, or two, three, four trailers. We got NBC. NBC. Uh, so first up is starring Jamie Alexander. Uh, known as Lady Sif in the Thor movies. Oh, right, 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 right. Uh, Blindspot. Yeah, when I first saw this one, I was like, boy, that kind of looks pretty lame. Uh, when I first saw, like, so the trailer starts out with, like, this, like, bag on the on the street. And it's like, oh, no, it's a bomb. Oh, shit. Which was good, because they're playing on my expectations nicely. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, the brag starts writhing, and out pops... Jamie Alexander, covered in tattoos. Which is really interesting, like... It, first of all, she's covering all these tattoos that she has no idea how she got, uh, ostensibly, so she says. Has amnesia. Right, so she says. I have a feeling that's going to turn uh, out to not be true. But she's we'll see. playing them? Maybe, yeah. maybe. Well, the, 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 there's the implication she's an agent and all this shit. But to me, what's interesting is if she isn't playing them and she has all these tattoos on her body, the, the anachronism of that, that might be the wrong word, but the way it would feel to have all kinds of foreign tattoos over your whole body. Because when I looked at her and, like, they make sure that she has just enough tattoos that, like, crawl out of her clothes, you know what I mean, on uh-huh. her neck and stuff, so she can never look normal quite. And it kind of gets across that idea of, like, what would it be like if you, like, had all this ink all over your body defining you and it wasn't the you you thought you were. And that, to me, was really intriguing. Just the whole premise looks cool. Yeah, it looks cool. Uh, it looks like a perfect pairing for NBC for uh, the Blacklist. 
about an FBI. You think that's what it'll be? Or do yeah. we already know it is? It looks pretty procedural. The whole idea is that all of the tattoos correspond to different crimes. No, no, no. I, no, I understand so. that. And it's procedural like the blacklist is procedural where it's procedural like half or two-thirds and then a but third it's got is a, that a story. narrative back. Like yeah. what the fuck is going on with her? Where'd she come from? Who's playing this evil twisted game? Yeah, it, so. it looks interesting. Yeah. Uh, Jamie Alexander's a great actress. I've loved her in the Thor films. Love her when she shows up on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Right. And uh, it's good to see she has a good relationship with ABC and maybe will keep showing up on yeah. S.H.I.E.L.D. down yeah. the road. But anyway, uh, so Blindspot looks pretty good. Yeah. I'm going to check out the pilot. I mean, I think we, we tend to check out as many pilots as we can. Yeah, I think we... I watched most of them last year. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to need to watch this next one, though. Uh, uh, Heartbreaker. Remind me. This is about... Melissa George plays oh, a... fuck. Big, big shot... Heart surgeon. Oh, dude, it looks so bad. Who uh, loves long walks on the beach, nice nice drink in her hand, and cracking open her patient's ribs. Cracking like open spinal cord, uh, spinal columns like a like lobster tails. Or like a lobster. I mean, it's just corny. Hey, she's stupid. tough, but she has a heart of gold. Of course. I and, like her. Uh, she's really she good is, in Alias. She is, yeah. She, she is a good actress. Alias. Uh, it's just, it looked like the trailer is very paint by the numbers. It's that abysmal. Happens. Like, you get. You, Trailers are supposed to hit the highlights and hit what is this about, but uh, sometimes it's, it's rough oh, to see it that that doldrumously familiar. Well, second of all, first of all, I don't like any medical shows almost ever. Um, period. Like later, there's a show we're going to talk about where it starts out in the ER, and as soon as like on the screen, and as soon as I saw that, I was like, "Can you turn it?" You know what I mean? Fuck this. Just done already. That was it. That's all I needed to see. Uh, you know? Yeah, this one just looks. It looks like a drama about a doctor. Meh. I don't know. I'm not. It's it, not our It looks cup of tea, lame really. as fuck. Yeah, you're right. We can't really judge it. Although that that one I was talking, we're going to talk about later. We're, we're, yeah, there's there is a metric. We're being heavy on Sometimes the teasers. Yeah, we you know we can we are trying to come from the angle of yes, this might not be what we normally watch, but is it probably going to be good right. for the audience that would watch it? This does not look like it will be. The I, yeah, I, I I can't imagine this being good to anybody. But hey, do no harm was a show too. Yeah. You know, uh, on the other side of thing is a comedy. They had one, and we had a single comedy. Uh, people okay. are talking. Which is about two couples who are friends, and uh, in the pilot, oh, I remember it. it looked really lame. We see that oh, they they get a babysitter, but she's hot, and the wife doesn't really care. But oh, she might do porn. Do they still do laugh tracks on comedies? They do, yeah. Because I thought they I heard a couple a laugh track. in here. Yeah, what was that? Why do they do that? Nobody likes that. That well, even if you're multicam, cut the fucking laugh track. They're just a part of. How certain people make TV shows. Why? You gotta remember, the, the the most watched shows on television are Laugh Tracked. Big Bang Theory, Laugh Tracked. Two and a Half Men, Laugh Tracked. I can't believe it. Anything Chuck Lorre makes, really, Laugh Tracked. But that, that's just... None of those are Chuck Lorre, though, right? No, those two were. None of these. None of yeah. the new crop of shows are. No, no. Uh, I just don't understand. I, I don't understand. I don't think that the Laugh Track is what makes any of those shows good, though. So I think, like, I don't know. Whatever. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. Maybe it, I just don't get it. It doesn't look great. It, it 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 what the premise sort of says is they want to go for like edgy. They'll talk about anything. Nothing's off limits. And I guess that's why they're talking about porn. But the sitter does porn. Big fucking whoop. The worst thing about it is like it's it's almost presented like it's not that big a fucking deal. Like it is a big deal, but it kind of isn't. Like if they here's what I mean. That yeah, the whole pre, the whole like if that's the episode and they're showing clips from one episode, it's kind of like yeah, they're all making a huge big deal out of it. But, like, by the end, it's like, if she does turn out to do porn, it'll be, like, kind of a joke. And that's yeah. it. And I'm not saying I, I really, like, like I look down at people who do porn or whatever. Um, but I'm just, it's just, I don't know. I just I just think they treat the whole issue as so stupid. 
just was silly. I don't know. The whole thing just felt silly. And maybe it was the laugh track because I, I just have trouble taking anything True. seriously with no, the laugh track. I, so uh, this laugh – Is there anything with the laugh track you take seriously? I guess – How I Met Your Mother. That has a laugh track. Yeah. I don't even um, notice it. I can look. Boy Meets World. A lot of older shows yeah. had laugh tracks, and they were still classic comedies. So yeah. it's, it's hard to All argue right. that – I mean, don't get me wrong. I like a single cam show. Yeah. I prefer it. But multicam with, with a laugh track can work. But All anyway. Right. Uh, this last one, NBC's The Player, starring Wesley – well, not starring Wesley Snipes, but Wesley Snipes At first, I was draw. like, what the fuck? It's like the house always wins. Remember that. There so, will always be a player. I'm the pit boss. She's the, the, the face or whatever. You're the player. And so what it is is it is like yeah, what is crimes – where there is this group of I don't know inter- an international cabal. Is there? Ha- you must have read more because they don't show don't any they don't cabal show in anything. That. But they talk about how there is a there's some kind of group that bets on whether or not this agent called the player will stop a crime or rescue the hostage. But yet seven hundred and fifty to one odds, and right. have all this stuff popping up. But yet the girl, uh, like one of the, I guess she's the face. She's one of the four in, of the of this group. This, this the, the people running the cabal or whatever. Um, the face of the whatever the girl, yeah, the main female star of the show. She's like uh, trying to convince him to be in this because like he's like motivated because his wife was killed or whatever. Like always, um, I heard some fem- just a little side note. I was listening to NPR or something, and there was like a feminist or something on there. Uh, or I think she was actually just talking about like fan- she wrote a book called Fangirl, something about fangirls. But she's like uh, note to like everybody who writes movies. Um, we can find better motivations for characters than a woman getting killed. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that makes a lot of sense. Well, yeah. I'm a little sick of that. I'm a little sick of that. That Gail Simone first wrote about where women are just killed, stuffed in the fridge, as she, that was the case in Green Lantern, yeah. to motivate the male character. Yeah. And it is... It, and there's better ways. There, there's there's there better motivations. So anyway, there it was. She's like, oh no, he was, she was killed in my arms. Oh fuck. You know, it's just like, God, now dude. he's the police. Yeah, now he's and the it's player. Got, but the house always wins, Jordan. I'll, I'll tell you this. I'm curious. Like, I'm making, as we go, I'm making kind of the checks minuses list where it's like, what do I want to check out? Yeah. What do I not want to check I out? I want to check it out. I'm going to watch the player. I want to watch the player, uh, too. It has it has the absolutely the deliciously plays. cheesy scene where uh, the guy, the main guy, who's Alex, he's got the blandest name, Alex Chance or something it's like, like that. Yeah, it's Alex Cade or Kane. Alex Cade or something Kane, like that. Yeah. I think. Kane, yeah, sounds right. But he, he's looking at Wesley Snipes towards the end of the turn. He's like, if I make it through this, I'm come back here and throw you through that window. And Wesley Snipes just says, "I'll take that." Bit. I know, I know. Wesley Snipes being in it's pretty cool. Uh, so he I hasn't been in anything in a while. He's, that I've well, seen. he's been in prison for a while. Has he? Yeah, for tax evasion. Well, that's a good reason why. Then, <laughs> yeah, I guess that'll yeah, do it. that'll he, do it. He, he places his bets. <laughs> that's for sure. Uh, anywho, that's NBC. I, I want to watch it. I, I do want to check it. out the player. Uh, so there's the player, and then the first one we want to watch. Yeah, Blind Spot. And the other two, I think, look pretty weak. Yeah, that is true. Uh, we we do have some difference of opinion. I think NBC we were pretty we pretty yeah. good on. We yeah. got a lot, we got a bit of dissension down the road here. But, let's do uh, it. Let's start with ABC. Uh, their biggest trailer as far as views and Huge. really. Their biggest because it's the return of popular characters, uh, the Muppets. Yeah, I couldn't believe that the 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 
the delta between like number of viewers that that it had was like two million for that, and the other ones are like or maybe well, it was eight hundred like eight eight hundred eight hundred eighty thousand versus twenty three thousand or something. Yeah, some of their others were really really low, and yeah. that happens. That shows maybe what the buzz is on, but it's the mop. Everyone it explains, loves the but it also explains why, except maybe me, explains why they do that, why they pick franchises that are known. I mean, I'm not saying that. Let, let me let me rephrase that. Everybody knows that that people that, that that studios like to go with known franchises. Everybody knows yeah. that, but I just didn't quite know how dramatic of a difference it makes. Wow, it that's what true. I'm trying to say. Um, but yeah, the Muppets. Uh, what they're going for is instead of a variety show, which is what the Muppets have traditionally been on TV, it's a a mockumentary sort of parody of them. A parody of what is essentially a parody yeah. of their daily lives and the Muppets going about their their world. And it's a uh, good idea. I love the Muppets. Uh, you know, the, their past two movies have both been great. They're very different films uh, in terms of tone. Well, and Jason Segel was like one was basically his pet project, and exactly. one wasn't, right? Yeah. And so they had different tones. All the Muppet movies, well, not all of them are great. Some are, are really terrible, straight to TV junk, like uh, the Muppet Wizard of Oz, starring I think Moesha. I think I, mean, I don't remember. That's cool. But they've had a lot of bad stuff. But this looks good, and it's got a lot of good buzz, and I like the Muppets. So. Yeah, for me, if I were more interested in the Muppets, it looks like they're doing a relatively good job with it. But uh, I don't know; it would take a lot for me to be into a Muppet show. Let me ask if you're into this next one, because if you're if you're down in oil country, you're either with Briggs oh. or you're against him. I cannot believe this show's called Oil. Oil, all about the oil industry. Isn't this but Dallas? Not really, uh, right? But not real. But yeah, it's <laughs> Dallas with a big spray of oil and a big explosion. <laughs> You know what I mean? Dallas at least had... And this is really going to be weird to, to this sentence, but Dallas was subtle compared to this. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like oil. <laughs> big flames. And the very beginning there's a scene that I heard you chuckle at it while we were watching it where they're pulling up and like there's like this oil like burning off in these pipes and this and this guy was driving into town he knows all about oil and shit and he's with his girlfriend. They're like the two like, you know, young, new, new blood. She was young. I thought she was his daughter in the early well, scenes. Well, yeah. Really I, I didn't get that same vibe, but I hear you. And uh, they're pulling in and she's and, and he's like, yeah, you see those flames? That's all the oil uh, that, that burns off in the process. She's like, why don't they take that and like turn it, you know, use it too? And he goes, what does he say? It's something uh, like these 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 folks are millionaires. They're not going to pick up the loose chain. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's so unsubtle. But and no, then it and just then, goes on to be more and more unsubtle. But it, it, to honestly, the point where they are fighting in a pit of oil that's just put out. <laughs> And, you see and then you see C- an ember, a CGI ember falling to <laughs> the oil, and he's like, "No, <laughs> it's so bad." That said, I may watch that pilot. You might be on oil. I may, I may check out and see how slick up. it is. Oh god, see just how slick it is. Yeah. So oil, um, I don't even know this next one. That's a check minus. That's, that's a check. Give us, uh, you know what? If if we have a difference of opinion, I'll I'll, I'll do both. Just I'm what is that for see. you? That I'm. I, uh, is that a check? <laughs> difference of opinion. I thought we agreed wholeheartedly. <laughs> I want to. I, I want to see it, it too. Check minus. I'll go with that. Okay. It's like, <laughs> I'm worrying you over here. I've watched some stuff. I've seen some things. Anyway. Dude, it's like revenge or something. You know what it reminds revenge me? Revenge was good. I love revenge. No, it reminds me of, uh, not Revenge, it reminds me of something. What is another show that kind of reminds you of? Uh, of oil? Yeah, it's like Vegas, but oil rigs. Uh, yeah, that, that sounds about right. One of those shows. I don't, I don't know. know. Anyway. Anyway. 
So next up, this was an interesting one. By the way, uh, uh, there's a little bit of uh, sorry, a little aside, but what what that show reminded me of is boy, I wish Lone Star had taken off. Yeah, that, that was a really good show that started out about like this guy in like Texas having two, he was a con artist and he was uh-huh. trying to juggle two families and he was in love with both women and it was like really really cool and it was going to go places it made it about four episodes uh, right and then it, it died cold. but it looked really cool it was a Kyle Killen show and it was like everybody to this day is like man that went before it's time it was actually awesome ahead of it's time things like that happened but this show reminded me that I was like man I wish that was Lone Star there's anyway. nothing yeah I don't know speaking of con artists there's another con artist show coming Th- there up there is it is in fact right now is it The Catch yes Starring Muriel Enois. So this show... Okay, so this is the new uh, Sean Days. There's Shonda Rhimes show, right? Sean Days, yeah. And you said something interesting about her. Because we all we were both really pumped. If you listen back to our episode from last year, we were both like, how to get away with murder. We were so pumped. I was very much, fool me once, shame on me. Because I have not watched a Shonda show. Yeah, from the or, beginning. Okay. I watched Grey's Anatomy when it started because my mom really liked it, and I don't know that Shonda had fully embraced her scandal, scandalous side. Her Shonda-ness. Yeah. No, because Grey's Anatomy was just sort of like a show. Now it it's out- that. Now it's like now, that crazy. Well, no, actually, yeah, it didn't take long to get there because I remember the episode I always make fun of. Oh, my God, he's got an IED implanted in his chest. And then they bring in, like, Luke Perry, and he's like the bomb squad doctor hybrid. And, like, they, they ingratiate you to him. They make you love him for, like, 50 minutes so that he can blow up in the ensuing explosion. Yeah. And then she's like, no! It sucks. And that, I hate that show. The problem with her shows is they are very much based on big twists every week, big craziness happening. And I love Scandalous twists, but is every the, week is Scandal is the essence of it. I mean, yeah. I think that's the one everyone really thinks It really is. Of. It's ridiculous. Um, how to get away Literally, with- she's a fixer with, like, a Desert Storm, like, murderous thug on her team. Yeah, it's like lunacy. But uh, so there's that. But this then then how to get away with murder looked really good because I mean Viola Davis is yeah, stellar. Yeah, and she does and, great. And Muriel Enos is kind of doing the same kind of yeah. thing. You know, a really good actress that could, I could easily see having a star turn or winning an Oscar. And uh, here she is, you know, laying it down, and she plays the role really well. And it's about a con, or, or it's about someone who you know detects it, fraud and and yeah. fixes all that. Who ends up getting conned herself by Super her lover hard. after a year together, and he steals all her money, but he's still into kind her. Kind of in love of, with her. It's got a little lone starry, yeah. actually. Now that I mention um, it, and so it's all about her trying to figure out where he went, how to. Get and then, back. and then, of course, it it, it it devolves or evolves, depending on how you want to look at it, into a game of cat and mouse. Yeah, and the thing is. I'm 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 cautious because because how did how to get away with murder got so ridiculous by the so end of its fast. short first season. Did, wait, like, wait, you watched the whole thing? Not the whole thing. How far like, did you get? Like eight episodes. Did you? Yeah. Damn, that's pretty far. I got like four in. I've got them on my DVR, but I was. And just it's like, not terrible, but it just it. There, there's a there's a there's a heightened lunacy. To is there a shows. dead girl's penis or no? No, a de- not a dead girl's penis. <laughs> no, what is your penis doing on a dead girl's cell phone? That is the line. Is, what was that like? Episode five or so? Something like that. Yeah. And so it's a little crazy. Um, and I'm I want to check it out. Evolve into just crazy over the top gotcha moments. And I don't know, but I you know what? I I am vaguely interested. I like her. I loved the killing as much as some people love to hate on it. Oh, you love the killing. I am obsessed with the killing, dude. Fucking um, love that show. So, you know, the catch could hopefully be good. I'm Who gonna hates it on it? A lot of people hate on the killing. Why? Because the second cause the, resu- cause the second season, it, it, it takes this turn, and some people have a lot of problems with it. All right, we'll talk about it another time. Yeah. All right. Uh, so after that, we have Quantico. 
This one took a turn mid-trailer. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. So, I mean... So this was a show that, like, from the beginning, it looks like basically that show, uh, Graceland, about, like, the young recruits and, like, dealing with at one Quantico. another. At Quantico. I mean, and, and in I fairness, mean, Graceland, they're not at Quantico. They're, they're just just past Quantico. But still, it's, right, like, young yeah, FBI yeah. people. Uh, and, and, like, dealing with the ins and outs. And it looks like it's going to be a show about, like, how do you deal with the rigors of... I mean, yeah, literally, the, the first couple of minutes... Like, where one of them gets dropped out, and, and one of the guys is like, one down, 49 to go. Yeah, I told you you wouldn't make it. You're not Quantico material. The whole beginning of the whole trailer is like a minute of, like, this is the hardest thing you could ever live through. It's boot camp crossed with, you know, a game of Survivor. Crossed with, you know, hard to get. Crossed with, you're gonna die. I don't even know what. And then out of, out of, well, okay, not out of nowhere because they kind of tease it at the yeah, beginning of the trailer. And, and that was smart that they did that because otherwise I would have been like, wow. All of a sudden, boom, terrorist attack, the likes of which hasn't been seen since 9 11. And, and our I main guess, character is pinned for the crime. Yes, but only way to get out of it, one of the other 49 Quantico students is really the mole. So it's hard to tell. It looks like it almost might be a. a it better not be a hat on a hat. Structure, uh, hat on a hat. It might be a flashback structure where maybe she investigates her members and then it like will flashback to her time in a cat. I don't know how it's gonna. Or maybe a flash forward, like in the affair that Showtime show. And I only saw the first couple episodes, although I'm in the middle of watching it now. Uh, in that show, you watch this affair and this this stuff going on, and then there's flash forwards to like police interrogating them all, and it's like, ooh, what's going to happen? Okay. So it could be that way. It could be because like the way the preview played it, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like do the whole like maybe show her in the middle of this explosion, you know, whatever, like it did, and then like ha- have the main show be them at school. Yeah. But then flash. Forward. It doesn't look like something that could coexist. Yeah. It's like there's no way after she's framed well, totally for for a terrorist attack that she's going to just go back and no. infiltrate. Her Unless academy. they use her and they say, "If you want to prove your innocence, we'll give you one shot. Go back into Quantico." No, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I wouldn't know. put it past TV. Um, it doesn't look like the kind of show I'm usually into, but maybe I, I, I'll give it... There's a lot this season, and I, I think that's a good thing to be. It's not like last season where there was just a bunch of amazing trailers. Right. That was last year, but yeah. this year... And there a was lot. a lot of disappointment in Washout, That is too. true. That's the thing about last year. It was like the year of high hopes, and like I'm just hoping this year, which is a lot more disappointing from an upfront's perspective, will like let us like flip it and be well, like better than we think. Yeah, there's a lot I'm I'm going to check out. There's not a lot that I'm going, I need to see that yeah. now on, um, other than a couple of Legends superhero of shows tomorrow. that we're going to talk about. Legends but, of Tomorrow. Uh, Quantico, I'll give a maybe on. Yeah, I'm giving it a check. Uh, so next up is a couple comedy, a couple comedies. Um, I hope one of them is not called Dr. Ken. The first one is The Real O'Neills, which seems to be about a very Catholic family, uh... And tra- oh yeah, this looks interesting. <laughs> the trailer focuses in on the son. It's a little middle-ish. Yeah, who's grappling with his homosexuality. A little. And, uh, uh, it's also a little. Uh, 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 hope uh, raising hopeish. Raising, well, it's got Martha Plimpton in it. Um, it well, what it struck to me is a little scrubsy. With his, the 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 main focus was the the fourteen year old or so boy who has I like these scrubs like fantasies in his world. He sees Jesus at the table at one point. Oh, got, is that what that was? He sees okay. a cologne model in, in the mirror. mirror. Right. So he's got a bit of that going. Uh, the family seems a little kind of dysfunctional. I don't think we've they... ever seen on TV there's a lot, like in the last four, three or four or five years, um, you know, there's been, because you know, there's been a lot, a lot of moves to showing, you know, more diversity on television, representing different types of, of characters. Um, and so a lot of the shows have had like, you know, 20-something Homosexual characters, gay men, um, some gay women. Yeah. I can't really think of as many shows of that. 
um, but the new normal and stuff like that, just trying to show like other types of families and other types of uh, you know relationships. I don't think we've seen a young coming of age uh, uh, gay man. Not on networks. Probably see it on ABC. I think The Fosters has a lot of that. Queer as folk like probably did. I'm sure there was a young character on that. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's more where they already are young anyway. I would say networks like that. But this is the big. I don't want to say the big leagues because I think most people would say cable is the big leagues. HBO, but this is this is the the you know well, millions the of potential viewers. viewers. Yeah, in yeah. terms of viewers, this yeah. is the big. So it's interesting to see. It looks funny. I like Martha Plimpton. Um, it was it was engaging enough. Yeah, the guy the guy who plays the the young fourteen year old main character is really. Uh, I don't. I, I really liked him except for the like one tenth of the time when he was doing his like over the top expressions. Yeah, I liked I liked nine tenths of his like acting, and then that one tenth where he's like. Oh! I was like, that's a little much. Well, a good show figures out the strengths and weaknesses of actors, plays those up. So whatever the early foibles might be, I thought it was. It looked like a really strong uh, trailer, and hopefully the pilot will be nice. Uh, That one's that one's that one's like a check minus for me. No, yeah, I understand. uh, Uh, For me, I'm I'm bigger into comedy. Yeah, yeah. I'll check it out though. Yeah, Uh, you gonna check out Doctor Ken? I don't know what to tell you. I I hope. Here's what I pray. No, I'm not checking it out. (laughs) But if I hear great reviews, I will be thrilled, and I will check it out with, like, bells on and be so happy. We checked out Christella last year. <sighs> Don't remind me. Here's this the looks thing worse. With Dr. King. This it looks does. fucking worse. Here's the thing with Dr. Ken. I get what they're going for, because, yeah, yeah Ken Jong was a doctor. No, I That's get what they're going cool for. Go it's terrible. It's terrible execution. The though. writing is horrible. Kids need He's to be... He's clever. Everything about Ken Jong is subtle and clever. What the fuck was that show? I mean, it's it's, it's fairly broad and, and ridiculous. It's terrible. It's the it is the dumbest, by far the dumbest trailer of the whole night, on which one of the smartest actors on television was playing the role. He's a fucking doctor for anyway for big, crying big out loud. Big minus on that one. I won't watch it. But All if right. there is a trail, if there is a if there is a uh, a good buzz, I'll watch it. Are you gonna watch it? I will. I will say this much for it. We were laughing at how bad it was. Which so, is yeah. Which is uh, tough. There, there's one where he's talking about his daughter, and his wife's like, "No, kids need they need their space to uh, to explore." And he's like, "They don't need space. They need the opposite. They need duct tape. You need to duck them down." It's just bizarre. They need to be taped down. That's what you do with kids? Then he goes to a club. Gets arrested. Anyway. He gets arrested for uh, and then he's trying talk- to buy Molly because his daughter's name is Molly. And I said to myself, if they name that daughter Molly for that gag, that's maybe worse than the rest of the pilot, but probably not. There's another thing where his kid's playing a mime, and when I looked over at Jordan, and I was like, this this look of like despair because. This mime that he's playing isn't even funny. Like, how do you take a mime scene with a little Asian boy and Ken Jong, and they're all, like, hamming it up, and it not be funny? Like, I don't know. If I, if I tried to make it not funny, it'd be tough. <laughs> uh, so we it's were... like the, Isn't it the unfunniest thing you've ever fucking seen in a funny way? It's pretty bad. This might... I don't even... I, this might be the only 100% minus of the night, but uh, I don't know. We'll have to. We'll have to check it out. As we go down, uh, next, this one was bizarre. Like, this might be the most disturbing, but also most original oh, looking we, trailer of the night. City? This is Wicked City. Oh, dude, I don't know what to say about this. So it's about a serial killer who, uh... I guess Dexter's off the air. They need a new serial killer show. It's interesting, man. By the end of it, see, it starts out with, like, a 
it starts out looking like a sex and drugs in the 70s 80s like yeah, the guy the swinging kinda, cat the guy kind of has like he's like a, a, like hair metal band shows he's like you know sort of like flirting with the ladies like driving a t-bird like he has sort of like the froed up jason Priestley 90210 hair up with the girl in the car yeah and, and then, then all then of a sudden murders her. he murders her with a fucking knife so it's all about him being a killer but then i get the and he like wears different disguises and then you also see like the cops a little bit and then the cops find the body and they start talking about how uh, she was bound post-mortem and uh, this dude's a necrophilia. <laughs> yeah. And then later, he finds this girl who's got kids. So then he I guess... kids. So I guess that's like... He's got compunction about killing someone and making their kids... Probably because his parents were probably something... Who knows? You know yeah, what I mean? There's that, a reason. That'll I'm be the sure, story, yeah. I'm sure. And then, um, although there, a lot about this show is not, it does defy expectations. And there's a, literally a scene on network television where because he can't kill her... He holds a knife up to her body, tells her to close her eyes and play dead, and fucks her. And then she's like, that was weird, but kind of amazing. And it's just... Woo! It was interesting, to say the least. Wow. Um, That was some lurid trailer. I can't see falling in love with this show. I can't see finishing the season, but that's a big old check on that pilot in the first Big fucking check. (laughs) Big Big fucking check. check. Um, Wait, is this the one with Kings and Prophets? The same channel. It is, yeah. We're a few away from that. Oh, fuck. that was the intro. When I started talking about Jason Priestley's uh, hair gel, it reminded me. So, well, okay. First, we got another comedy. This one looked way better than... uh, Actually, you know what? There's a... We're we're sandwiching this comedy in between two of the disturbing shows for the night. But Uncle Buck is coming with Mike I couldn't believe it. Literally, this is a show. Take, Take a show that... Like, both Jordan and I, you should have... I wish there had been a camera on us from, like, minute one to minute five or four. It was like... We probably did a, th- a 180 on yeah, our, our I mean, mood. We literally were, like, looking at each other like... It's taking a, a John second. Candy... Wait a second, is this funny? I know, it's taking a John Candy classic. Uh, you know, bringing it to TV, doing the race swap, and complete character swap in, in a lot of ways on yeah, who he, Uncle Buck is. he's not fat. He's not as old. He's kind of a player. He's a little smoother. But, funny trailer. Really funny. Like, re- Mike Epps... Great presence on screen. Really funny. Strong jokes where he shows up at the party and he he knocks a pill out of a kid's hand and the kid's like, no, that wasn't a drug. It was an Altoid. Then he sees his his uh, his nephew with like powder all over his nose and he's like, what, what kind of man, what kind of person gives a kid cocaine? And the kid's like, it's donuts. He's like, Altoids and donuts. This party's lame. <laughs> and it's such a dumb what a good turnaround, twist. but it's really funny. No, I love it. I love it that like you know he you know on one hand it's, it shows that one scene really demonstrates the conflict. Right here's a guy. Who who on one hand, <laughs> you know, he's a little bit parental. These are his, he's like... He's trying... Yeah, yeah the these thing. are his relatives. You he's know, he does care about dismissive. these kids. Right. He's really trying to be a good uncle. But, but at, at the same, same time, time, to him, that party's fucking lame. You know? <laughs> it's like, good. At least sneak out to a good party. <laughs> it's good writing. It is. And, and good uh, writing goes a long way. May not take off. It might not, but I'm going to check it out. Yeah. I, I think... Um, it looks like it'll be a good... That's a check plus for me right now, because yeah. I was really impressed, to, at surprised at the twist, too. Because, I'll, yeah, I, I'm really, I'm looking forward to checking that out. I, I think I'll probably be disappointed, but probably, for now it's a check but, plus. Uh, you know, we'll see. Uh, as far as comedies go, there wasn't any breakout no. that looks hilarious. There was show. one at the, in the last um, ones we were watching that looked pretty good. But, but we'll see when yeah. we get back. Uh, so here's the other creepy show. Let's go from Necrophilia, which is... Let's be fair, creepiest of the night. Yeah. Over to uh, child abduction and... Okay, wait, no, pedophilia was brought up in this. Oh, this one was really Uh, interesting. This is a check plus plus for me, man. The family. This one is really weird. This one has some really, like... This one has, if I had to say, one show it reminds me of the most... 
it would definitely be Homeland. Um, because Homeland has the whole, like, you know, disturbed family. Somebody's maybe not who they claim to be, but the family's all, like, working around that. But then all the members of the family aren't necessarily great people themselves. And, and in Homeland, obviously, you know, the, the main guy who's, who's sort of a closet terrorist, but you don't know it, or maybe he isn't. And then he starts running for office. Hmm. So and his family's behind him. So it gave me that vibe of like what's really going on in the family versus their public yeah. persona. So Go ahead. in this one we've got uh ten years ago, young boy was abducted, uh and a sexual predator was convicted of the crime, right. all this, public opinion, yada yada, court of public opinion, yada yada. I just repeated myself for some reason. But anyway, uh ten and, years later and the legal court. <laughs> and the legal yeah. court. Yeah. Ten years later, uh, the boy turns up and looks they, just like him. Yeah, he he points to himself on the missing children wall, uh, and they bring kind him of home. conspicuous and suspiciously today. <laughs> they they bring him He's home. Like, That's me. His older brother is a drunk apparently, and they don't. The mother doesn't like him. The mother's running for governor, and she decides to roll her returned son into her campaign, right. kind of sleazy. Her husband's kind of posing for shitty. photos. The husband's got a relationship with the guy that got re- released, the, the sex predator, because he feels bad about what happened. The sex predator's like, man, I lost a decade of my life. And I was like flipping him off. Um, and it's just sort of this creepy what's going to happen. But then at the very end of the trailer, there's this all this intrigue around his DNA test for this kid. And then you see the kid. And they say, like, the doctor who gave him the in- – well, you, you covered it. The doctor who gave him the DNA test might not exist. Yeah, and so then – uh, at the very end, we see the boy watching videotapes He's studying. of, the, of the, the missing child or himself. Yeah, it might be kid. himself because he may be trying to reteach himself what he his own humanity, what he was like. Yeah, because he is – they talk about how – and it's a little weird because the brother's like – there seems like there's something off about him, which, okay, yeah, that could be because it's not your brother or it could it's be because could your be brother – because you just saw his back and it's got about 500 lashes on it. Yeah, and he's gone for a decade. Uh, but it looks interesting. This is the sort of thing that really comes down to the writing. And, the, and the I love – again, I love the twist at the end when you see – when the brother is in the – and you know I love twists. When you see the brother or the little kid in the attic and he's looking at the screen and it's this really creepy scene. So uh, he's watching old old videos and like the kid is like, yeah, I'll have that piece of cake, mommy. One with extra icing. And then you hear him say, yeah, I'll have that piece, mommy. One with extra icing. Like imitating it. So like he gets like the the the, the cadence. Sing- cadence right i was blown away i was like oh creepy not quite necrophilia creepy but no no not, not right i mean we can't they, you can't, can't all be necrophilia. yeah you can't all be simulated necrophilia and and loving every minute of it uh so that was the family it was it was interesting yeah There's i'm a lot all of about that. checking that preview out um i mean pilot here here's the thing last year Fox was the one. Fox was like, we're going to make Game of Thrones, but for network television, and it's going to be in ancient Egypt, and it's called Hieroglyph, and it got canceled before it came it's out. It's now an adjective. It's called getting Hieroglyph. That's the way I think of it. And now, here's the exact same premise, but instead of uh, Egypt, it's biblical times, and let's hope this show gets Hieroglyph, because of Kings and Prophets <laughs> It looks Terrible. so bad. It's like got this like fat, ugly king 
hanging out on like on like camels or some shit. I don't and even know what. And he's the one stepping out on his hot young wife. Yeah, of course, because it's like male chauvinist times, right? And uh, she's like, and then his wife, and then like somebody goes up to his wife and he's like, uh, "You're gonna tolerate him? What kind of wife tolerates him stepping out on you?" She goes, "A king's wife. That's who." Yeah, and they think they're gonna compete with Game of Thrones, the most like <laughs> no, subtle. Fucking, you know, intrigue-filled fucking show with fucking dialogue like that. And then there was the hot young dude who's going to challenge him for the throne, apparently. <laughs> he's got his quaff back he's there. He's gelled up. He looks like Hugh Grant 20 years ago. He walks Like, straight out. off the, like, hot streets of London. He's, like, outside the city. He fights a lion and apparently skins it out there, walks in with the pelt He on. literally looks like he's got a pound of hair gel. I was looking at him and I was like, I had this puzzled feeling. Like, what the fuck is wrong? Is like there's something like time out of time out of my like time out of space with this, and I look over at Jordan and he goes, "Nice medieval hair gel <laughs> or something like that." Yeah, and I was like, D- "That is exactly right." Why is his hair all quaffed? <laughs> it's ridiculously well. God, maybe he uses all the lion's blood. He's got. He's just, that's that's what he's killing Whatever. lions for. Whatever. Uh, it was. It, it, this looks like a mess of a show. It's gonna be if it doesn't get hieroglyphed, it's gonna get allegiance. I take that back. There, that's our second. Did you hear me? Mega, allegiance. Allegiance. Oh, that show! I'm not reviewing it. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's because it's gone. All right, so that's ABC. Uh, they have the first two uh, ridiculously bad. No, actually, that's not true. They're, these were minuses as well. I just have them as X's. So we got a couple bad shows. Too. All right, uh, Fox. Really brief trailer for 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 Scream Queens. Uh, yeah, it was like what fifteen seconds. It looks good. It I can't believe good. that that show and Scream are both in a season. Well, Scream will be about Ghostface Killer and uh, <laughs> the Ghostface Killer. Okay. And then this is about like a college where it's notorious. It's got a you know it's got it's got clout in its genre. You got Jamie Lee Curtis. It looks good. Like one of the original stri- Scream Queens. It looks straight. Yeah, it looks straight good. It takes place at a, at a sorority. It's going to be hot. It's going to it. One of the things it's going to do is have a lot of the big uh, major talents of today in like cameo roles to get killed off, which is kind of fun. Uh, who knows? I'm I'm looking forward. Sounds to like it. fun. Yeah. Uh, Not everything has to be genius. Ryan Murphy makes good first seasons. He, okay. he tends to go off the rails after that, but a lot of his first seasons are really good. Um. So Fox had that. Then we had Grandfathered with John Stamos and Josh. Which Pat. I actually think looks really... Uh, of all of the sitcoms tonight, that was the one with the most heart to me. I could see that. It it, it doesn't look like anything original. It's nothing wildly original. It's, you know, catty, well, wild-time I, bachelor, finally find himself with a family. And then he... and then Yeah, but it's John Stamos, so it's kind of like a real story. And the best part of it, too, is he's kind of like... The hot guy for like the forty-year-old and plus women, which is what he is in real life in yeah. this show. So I like when they do that when they play up like a person's real life persona because it, you know there's, nobody's going to play that role better than a guy who really is that guy. True. So I, I and then and then to throw him in a scenario, I, I just think it, I just think it's really interesting. My first concern was what about Fuller House? Oh yeah, not a trailer for that yet. I'm we, we probably have a whole Fuller House show when that oh, God, uh, comes yeah. out next God, summer. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, Stamos is good. Josh Peck's good. I, I think. Where's Josh has, Peck from? Uh, he was in Drake and Josh. He's really known for a lot of his child roles on mm. Nickelodeon. Uh, but he's he's been in more legitimate stuff. Since it looks then. really good to me. I I really I really like the idea. I I think uh, I don't know. It just had a lot of heart, and and I, I don't I feel like a tool saying that, but like seriously, it, it really felt heartfelt and funny. 
Hey, sitcoms need a heart. They need you to want to connect yeah. with the characters. Otherwise, it's just jokes being thrown around. Um, like, which is what I think of that first one. What is that first one? Uh, people are talking. That's what I felt like that was. Jokes Fair being enough. thrown around, no heart. Uh, so here's one that uh, has got it's got the star power. Uh, the Grinder, Rob Lowe. Oh my God, I forgot and Fred about Savage. this. Now this is the sitcom that I think looks like it'll probably be the funniest and the most cleverly written. I'm hopeful on it. I think it looks pretty good. I think it looks uh, really good. Dude, the G. He's, he's got a little G he does with his hand when his fans say, Hey, Grinder!" And he's like, What's up? So this is all about Rob Lowe plays an actor who spent eight seasons as a successful lawyer on a TV Kinda show like called Kind of like a West Wing show. Yeah. Uh, and then, but, a, but, a, but, a, but a legal show. Yeah. His brother is actually a lawyer. And so now that his show's over, he's like, You know what? I should just be a lawyer. And he wants to go and do that and help his brother out. And his the brother has the, has the re- reverse. Which actually a lot of lawyers are in this position. I, I work in, a, in, a, in an office building. And there's quite a few lawyers there that are like really, really studious and know the law like incredibly well. But they're not particularly great talk speakers or great on their feet. There are a lot of lawyers like that. Uh-huh. Um, and That's so kind of Fred Savage. Right, well. right. So it's not unrealistic that like you know he would almost look to his brother and say, wow, you've got the charisma. I've got the legal chops. I guess it's kind of like suits too, right? Yeah, maybe. I, I don't know. know. I, don't, I don't know about suits, but I, I just think uh, that's maybe what Franklin it's about. Franklin and Bash. There's so many fucking shows. <laughs> uh, Rocket it. Anyway, uh, here's the thing. Let's drop looks, some more names. Looks looks fun. Kumal Nanjani was in it, which he's oh, not a regular character, I but fucking love that dude him. has got such a fun presence when I, he's on anything. I love him his, so much. He, he is so good on Silicon Valley that it makes me want to cry. He he as an actor has he somehow has managed to have like this. Intense hostility towards everyone I know. and makes it likable. Not only that, but he's also got this intense ability to be in like everyone's show in a small role. That's true. I've he's seen him. He's in everything. He's in that fucking show you love, Broad City. Yeah, yeah he was in. Broad he's City. in fucking Silicon Valley in a main role, and he's in like ten other shows I've seen him in. I don't know why. He's a great talent. I'm glad to see him. I know. Anytime. And he's he got a really like be fun in this pilot. God, he does. Uh, so the grinder looked good. I'm. I'm feeling that that's going to take off. And, and uh, second of all, is the first show for Rob what, Lowe since. Uh, right. Here's the thing that's interesting to me. It's like, last fall was all about the rom- romantic comedy. You had romantic comedies everywhere. And they have now all tanked. He ain't, yeah, <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Nothing romantic this year. Maybe one of the shows we're going to talk about, but it's it's not really a sitcom. It's, uh, it's, and it's not even really, it's, it's kind of creepy. It's okay. on the CW. All right, all right. We'll get there. But... No, no, no real romantic comedies this year. Uh, we got a lot of old properties being repurposed yeah. in in weird semi sequel ways. Uh-huh. Uncle Buck is more straight reimagining, but Minority Reports playing up like a sequel to the film. This is one Rich and I have a difference of opinion on, and I'm okay. not. Here's the thing. You get my point. I get your point. Basically, Minority Report takes place sort of after the film. As opposed, I don't think it's directly in the film world. But if you've seen Minority Report, it's all about pre-crime. Yeah, it's not quite – because I remember that the three uh, pre-cogs in Minority Report were not those twins. Yeah. There are other other pre-cogs. But, but anyway – It's kind of in, like if there was – I'm sure that is the same what happened roughly. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, the idea is that pre-crime is a thing where they had these three precognitive youths who saw murders together and they would, And they hooked them up to a computer – and stopped crimes uh, before they happened, and then it caused all these problems because if you're calling out people as murderers before they murder... Are they murderers? Right. Yada, yada. They stop it, but this sort of flips the script on that because this precog is all like, no, we were doing good. And now he's he's still seeing these murder flashes. Not as intense because he's not with his siblings. And I, I just can imagine them being like big plot points down the road, like the, the brother mm. or sister showing back up. But anyway... 
So he wants to stop crimes. And they've got cops who are all like, man, I miss pre-crime. That was sweet. And then they, of course, have to have that awkward scene where him being kind of like a psychic gives the cops a clue. And then the cops like, how the fuck did you know that? Are you looking in our case files? Yeah. <laughs> was that scene in it? That scene was kind of in it, yeah. Okay. But, I don't know, here's the thing. Minority Report, great movie. I think we can both agree. Literally, I think, top 25 for me of films ever. I quote that movie a lot. Like, I just thinking about, like, whenever I'm talking about, like, interactive TV screens, I'm talking about that movie. Whenever I'm talking about, like, just a movie that really does an intriguing look at the future and what it could be like, I talk about that movie. Minority I Report, love yeah. that movie. I mean, I, I love it, too. I saw it. Um, when I was younger, mm-hmm. it, it, it just it left an if impact. If it was on, on right me. now and it weren't three in the morning, I'd watch it right now. <laughs> Probably, uh, but anyway, I don't know. I think this one is is struggling from pilotitis. I think they're maybe setting it up. I hope you're right. I think it has the room to do some really cool stuff. I think it at it 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 gives me the sort of procedural I want, where it's doing something legitimately unique and cool. Um, there's another show that's coming down the road that it, on this list that is like that. I don't know. I like the world. I like that it's a near future world that they can explore. I love those worlds um, too. For me, the thing is, I feel like I could have casted it better. I don't really like the cast so far. They may be they may grow on me, and they may be better than I think. From that trailer, I don't really like the cast. I don't really like him that much so far. But then again, I didn't really like the guy in uh, uh, Burn Notice when I first saw him either. Now I love him. There's a lot of people like that. I didn't like Jeremy Sisto for a long, long time. Now I love him. He grew on me. So that could happen. But I, so far, I don't love the guy. I don't really like the girl that much. She's okay. She reminds me of a lot of different uh, I'm not going to say it's now. the most impressive looking thing. But I like the concept I like the concept a lot, I'm too. I'm willing to check it out. I just hope it's better than I think because I just feel like if I – and I'm not a Hollywood producer. I'm not – you know, I don't have any credits to my name and I feel like I could have designed that show better I'll based on that this. movie. I don't know why Fox keeps greenlighting these shows that do not do well on their network and end up canceling. I mean, we're what, two years since Almost Human? I know. And they're bringing us Minority Report and it's like – Well, they think it's got a name and that will fix it. That could help. But at the same time, it's like, what are they doing? They keep trying this with sci-fi. Maybe they're just not the sci-fi network. Or maybe give it a fucking chance. Almost Human didn't have enough time. It wasn't that poorly rated. That's didn't true. have enough time. Uh, I don't know. I'm just feeling like this is the sort of show that might do better on something like the CW, which is basically or sci-fi about genre sci-fi. Central. Well, yeah, that, that would fit as well. Um, but anyway... I think we're a bit mixed on that, but I'm willing to. Ch- I'm I, I'm more excited, but I think we're both. I'm check very it out. I'm very uh, cautiously optimistic. I'd there, love I it to be true. good. Uh, so this one starts out. You think it's going to be about a sports dude, and then nope, Rosewood. Yeah, he's the buff. It literally, doctor. literally, his chest is all greased and oiled up. Like it's literally like. I mean, he looks like. Uh, I mean, he looks like he's getting ready to go, like, be in a sports drink commercial or something. And he shows up at, he rolls up on a murder seat, and this is Miami, so, you know, it's got that beat playing. It's got that glistening look. He calls out the murder, like, nah, this wasn't a murder. This, she didn't this kill wasn't a murder, this was a this and a this and a this. My name is Rosewood. So he gets partnered up with the strict by-the-books detective. One that's totally resistant to his charms. And they're gonna go off and solve crimes together, like you do. And he's going to be like, take me with you on the crime and I'll give you my insight for – oh, and of course he's something that doesn't even exist. A private pathologist for hire for the wealthy, I guess. It's one of those jobs that you make a job for yourself. Like Royal Pains. Oh, and don't forget. Royal Pains, what, the doctor to the stars? Or, I don't even know. He's a that. little tormented because uh, he's like had all these heart problems. Oh, he's going to die in 10 So years. the music goes out for me in the next decade. Is the way he puts it. But fuck it, because I'm cool. Yeah, he's pretty slick throughout. And then, like, people call him Rosie, even though he's super buff, and it's kind of like this, this, like, catch-22. He's super buff, but people call him Rosie. Rosie. 
Yeah. Anyway. I don't know. I'm not going to watch that. Minor tangent. I was intrigued by this show, even though I knew it would have nothing to do with Pretty Little Liars, but they live in Rosewood, so I was like, <laughs> <laughs> wow me, Rosewood trailer. It did not wow me, but uh, I don't, this looks harmless, really. Yeah, yeah, it's totally harmless, but it's kind of like that show. What was the guy with the one with the guy in the wheelchair last year um, that was about... <laughs> What's funny about that? That's not funny. Ironside? Yes! No, that's funny because Ironside was terrible. Right, but it reminds me kind of like Ironside. I I gotta recount this. It reminds me. Because it's my favorite scene in Ironside. Where they're in the crime scene. They're they're scoping the crime scene and Ironside rolls in. (laughs) On his wheelchair. and, And he's like... Look over there on the couch. There's a gun and it's like under a pillow. Like, how'd you see that? And he's all... I've got a different perspective from down here. (laughs) I forgot about that! Oh, Of all the things... That would be different about a handicapped cop's perspective on life. That he's a little that's old. not it. <laughs> he's a little lower to the ground. Oh, so that that's his only advantage. <laughs> how that's bad. horrendous. How bad are the PI? It's horrendous. How bad are the crime scene investigators that were going to miss that gun under a pillow? But, luckily, <laughs> Ironside shows up. <laughs> With his magic wheelchair. Look up the scene. It's worth finding. I can't believe he's like, I see crime scenes a little differently. (laughs) Five inches lower. (laughs) So stupid, man. uh, That show was just just bad. It was really bad. Anyway, uh... I, I apologize if it seemed from what I was laughing at the handicap. It wasn't. I was not, no, I didn't realize you knew what I was talking about when you were laughing. I just said that handicap guy and you burst laughing. I didn't know you knew what I meant. Uh, it's... <laughs> anyway, all right, Rosewood. Um, that makes me think of Rosewood much more fondly, remembering Ironside yeah, yeah. by comparison. Yeah. But I, I think we can call that one a draw. I don't know that we really have a... No, neither of us <laughs> wants to watch that. Positive or a negative on that. Anyway... This one I have a negative on. Rich liked more, but uh, the yeah, Frankenstein good. I just, I don't know. Here's the thing about it: it plays up the well, whole first of all, Frankenstein tell people what it is. angle. Yeah, it's, it starts off. You got this really old guy, this this disgraced sheriff, and uh, he gets murdered in his home at seventy five, thrown over a, a bridge, and he gets found by these two uh, researchers, and they they like they don't just bring him back to life; they like rejuvenate him somehow back into like the peak of his phys- like thirties, mid thirties. It looks right. like. But there's like a timer on it where he's got to get back and be given a treatment. Into like the uh, Lazarus vat or whatever. Yeah. But the thing is, I don't see how much of the show is that. Like there is a timer, but then it seems like he goes off to solve crimes because he's a former sheriff. He is looking – there's a mystery – okay, well, here's the thing. There's a mystery around who killed him. But I think we already partner. know because we, they showed us who it was Yeah, the but And so maybe that's the main mystery. I don't see what the Frankenstein code part of it – He's going to well, play she into broke that. the Frankenstein code, which was figuring out how to bring a human back to life, so that she could then, as so that it their turns cells out, will fight death. Right. So, th- right. So therefore, I didn't hear that part, but yeah. And so therefore, she's going. And then, like the reveal in the trailer is, it turns out she's got selfish reasons for wanting to do this because she's dying of cancer, and she's going to bring him back to life so she could selfishly study his cells to then cure herself. Yeah. And then there'll be like a. I don't know. I just think it looks more interesting it just, than you did. It looked bland to me. It looked like there wasn't much 
for the of the week side of it, or I, I don't know. It's got a good pedigree too. I think it's like, got. I forget who, but it's got some. I think it's like the Homeland people or something. Maybe I, it, it just does not to me look like something I'm interested in checking out. Yeah, I'm um, a little. I'm more. Maybe if the reviews that. are good, I, bet, I think you'd be surprised. I think I've heard a lot of good buzz too. Like buzz helps. That's how I started watching the blacklist. I was not really interested yeah. in it, and then the reviews started coming in, and people really liking the blacklist. Yeah. I'm still not caught up. Yeah. I'm still halfway through the first season. But I do but enjoy hey. it. I do but enjoy it. Hey. But hey. But hey. I'll probably never catch up. But hey. hey. So that's a little of, little of both. Uh, this next one, though. Great looking. Adaption of a Vertigo comic. Lucifer. I couldn't believe it. This had like two million hits on it or something. <clears throat> this is doing really well. I mean, uh, more than the Muppets. I know. I mean, this fucker blew up. And I think it's just... I mean, I really think this is going to be the smash of the season. Which is always this is great like to what say. we wish Constantine was. I yeah, think. but this here's the difference though. Handsome, this looks like charismatic fun. British guy. Yeah, like I loved. Like, but here's the thing with Constantine: he's not really supposed to be charismatic. He's supposed to well, kind of. He's, no, he's supposed to be charismatic asshole to everybody. This guy, I mean, this guy is literally the devil. Like the whole concept is, what if the devil quit his job basically and moved to the city of angels? Which and what's really cool about it is instead of him being like somebody who wishes ill on you. Like when I heard of the devil, that's what I thought it was. But no, it's somebody who can make who can seduce you. Yeah, and that's his power. He almost seems like there are a lot of interpretations in fiction of the devil where he is—he's not so much evil, but he's filling a role because someone has to. And it almost seems like he just got sick of being the devil, the, the Satan. I got to run hell, right? Guy. However, he's got these powers, and he doesn't abstain from using them from time to time yeah and he affects people can bring out their darker sides um yeah seems to be having fun he ends but up he's getting, gonna solve crimes he, yeah that is the thing it is gonna be more of a procedural it is it is I'll varied it. from the comic origins uh, it does make me want to read the comic if, yeah. if even just the element of this personification of the devil is yeah there, i would i want to go check out the comic I de- I've, I've been wanting to read it i, he I think sold it's peter me. milligan which bums me but i, I gotta check it out he 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 sold me on the concept. He's got a partner who's immune to his charms. What's that about? Which is super cool. Why is that? Is it really an angel, maybe? There's another angel played by D.B. Woodside uh, from 24 and Which Buffy. Which totally reminds me of Michael in uh, Constantine. And so he popped... You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Manny played yeah. by uh, Harold Perrineau. Right. Pulled that one out. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, he... Uh, it, it looks good. I, I was really excited by it, and I think it will be Fox's big one for the season. Um... So that is Lucifer. This next one's another comedy, uh, The Guide to Surviving Life. Sort of about four friends living in a apartment together, but one of them is married, so I think he's just like their counsel. I don't know what the exact thing is, but uh, I like shows about groups of friends hanging out. Yeah. I don't think it was as much rich as Speed, but uh, it didn't look bad. Which one was it? I always had like Justin Bartha from the Hangover movie. They were all... The TV. It was all about his TV, and then it got stolen in the trailer. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think it looks good. I think it looks solid. Yeah. Uh, and it looks like my cup of tea. Oh, it's like the four friends hanging out. Yeah. 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 I mean, that is the kind of show that you really like, and uh, I could see it being entertaining if somebody tells me it's awesome, and I could have some fun watching it. I'll watch it. You know? I just, uh, I just hope it's not another dime a dozen. There's so many of those shows. Like, what was that one, Friends with Better Lives? And just, just like a well, hundred of those. Bad. Right. So could this be? This could be. But the pilot, the trailers looked good. Yeah. That, that, is, yeah. that is promising. Uh, the last one for Fox, Border Town. Just uh, terrible offensive stereotypes, poorly written. Well, here's the thing about that. Seth MacFarlane's camp. I don't here's know that it's as directly him. I think it's supposed to be him. I don't understand. I mean, the, the stereotype thing, I can't really imagine that being like... 
I mean, there are, there are. I guess I don't know. I it's just. I, not, I happen to know Seth MacFarlane is a huge. He's very liberal. He's very open minded. I mean, I, I hate the guy. I literally hate him. But I happen to know he is very liberal and very like uh, open minded about all that kind of stuff. So it's hard for me to imagine that it's like going to be really offensive. That's kind of the humor he goes for. But here's the thing: but, like, the I, idea is nothing sacred, and I, I I'm, I'm all for that. With Family Guy, um, and the Cleveland Show, because Cleveland Show is obviously about African American. Race okay. humor, but the thing is, they felt like they at least had some heart to them. Um, the reason I like American Dad so much is because it actually is a different creative team. Really, they kind of took it over and yeah. made their own thing, and it's really good. Uh, he still does the voices, but with Family Guy and, and Cleveland Show, it felt like there was more to it than just the the ridiculous all over the place humor of Family Guy's different targets. Again, this could be the Africanitis. It could, but it just looked so focused on that. And maybe it will get better, but. I don't know. There wasn't a lot of laughs in what was there, and which is a problem when you're. But when it's both offensive and unfunny, you got a problem. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, I, eh. I, I hate Seth MacFarlane anyway. So I mean, I'm totally cool with with the negative on that one. So yeah. Uh, CBS had five shows on the lineup, or through the two big ones, ABC and Fox were loaded to bear with new shows. Yeah, they were. Um, but CBS's lead one, uh, Supergirl. From Greg Berlanti, known for The Flash and Arrow, and another show we'll be talking about. I, I, yeah, we may disagree on this one. I think it looks great. I, okay, here's the thing. I think it looks good, too, but the opening is very rote and by the numbers eh. on the... Eh. I'm not saying I, it's the not. The arguments I'm I've not heard say, towards it I just feel like all those, I just feel like all of those shows are kind of, when I watch them, I kind of have to be like, yeah, they're doing the origin thing right now, all right. But it's not the origin part of it. It's just like the over-the-top romantic... Like, a lot of the comparisons it got was to the the Black Widow movie trailer parody SNL did a few weeks ago. Um, That part of it, I think, will balance out. I think it hit the quote-unquote highlights because this is a different sort of trailer. It is for advertisers to buy who they think... to buy ad space, and so they want to put their products towards certain things. Um, I thought the action looked great. I think she is great. Like, I liked Melissa Benoist a lot on Glee. Yeah. And I think she nails a really good version of this character that's going to be really empowered and cool and awesome. But it's just those opening scenes are a little off-putting in terms of being the superhero show. It's very much the girlier... Not... Girlier sounds reductive. It's I just, think it's very girl power empowering, that whole thing. It's like, here's this girl, and yeah, she's you know she's facing all this stuff, but... You know, she wants to come out with her with her power, and she's kind of, like, fighting against this world that wants to put her in a box and call her kind of, like, you know, like, that, that her boss who kind of wants to belittle her in the world that kind of wants to belittle well, again, her. And Supergirl gives her her is, outlet. Yes, but that is every romantic comedy ever. The first, like, yeah. two minutes of the trailer. And that's yeah. where it was, like, it felt lazy in the beginning. And yeah. if it evolves into something better, which it seems to. Like, by the end of the trailer, I was on board. It's just that beginning was very... I wasn't saying I reacted negatively to it, either. I was just very much, like... Because... And, and here's the bigger problem. I love Greg Berlanti. He has had a rough time writing women. in Or, like, the shows he has run with Arrow and uh, Flash. The female characters. There have been some hits, but a lot of, like, stuff with Laurel and... Laurel on Arrow and uh, Iris on Flash. It felt like they haven't had as much to do or been treated as fairly. Now, he has written some great ones like Sarah on Arrow. It's just that has been one of the biggest problems of the whole universe is how the female character, main characters have been handled, I've thought. And a lot of people have thought that they haven't what been about, given the best material. What about the hacker girl on Arrow? 
Well, she evolved really well, too. But again, she wasn't the focus originally. I'm just saying who they, they posited as, like, the main girl in each show is where there had been trouble. And so that, that's so the this sort is of their <clears throat> response to that. Him saying, "Here's a show about nothing but girls, girl power." Like it, literally, by the end of it, it's just like her walking like all badass. Like, no, I am yeah, very... motherfucker. Put me down, world. I'm super girl. I'm ju- I'm very excited. But when you have an army general saying, "Oh, you're as powerful as Superman, who is an entity in this world, and you could probably be trained," and he's just like, "Nah, girl, you got to go back to getting coffee." At one, like he literally says that. Well, in the that trailer. sounds to me like, and I get that that's it setting matter. up the triumphant part of it. But right. it, just but it also feels doesn't right. matter. But it doesn't even matter if it's. Oh, I see what you're saying. You're saying whether she's a girl or a guy. There's the, there's those there's those. Yeah, there's it's those. not it's not a matter of her being gir- the girl part. It's the part where it is a rope plot of like yeah, and it is a pilot. So that is where I'm like no. And there are parts I like to it. I like her costume getting developed. So you're saying that the Flash pilot like was like a unique like oh my god I can't believe. Like, th- like it was groundbreakingly different the way his origin worked? I'm not saying it was groundbreakingly different. I'm just saying the handling normal. of it. But it was exemplary well done. Like, the trailer was great. The pilot was great. Um, I- I'm very excited for this, though. I don't want it to seem like I'm down on it. I, I just wish... She looks great, too. No, yeah. She looks... Like, the costume looks great. It- there's no- I'm very excited for this show. If I have to pick a top three, this is in there. So don't get me wrong when I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah. I wish it was a little more of an original take. But the positive response, like it's gotten a very mixed response online. But when I've read positive arguments for it and the the you know things about that, I'm I'm all for this. I just that was my reservation, but I'm very positive yeah. that it's going to be a good show. Cool. Um, <clears throat> here's another one where it's like I didn't even know this was getting developed, but I loved Limitless the movie. Me so, too. The fact that this is although a... I must say it was intense. It's intense to watch. It was like that movie. Like it, it had a it had a rough impact on me. Although I love the movie, I can't say I was having a tremendous amount of fun by the end. No, the middle I was having a lot of fun. But, but what's interesting about this is it is straight up a sequel to the movie. This is a TV show. It's not like Minority Report where it's the, kind of a sequel. What this is, is the <clears throat> Limitless dude? What is uh, uh, Bradley Cooper doing giving that pill to anybody? I Anyone? don't know. Like, isn't the idea? I need like, to rewatch that movie yeah, at this don't, point. Don't I remember that? The wasn't the idea that you know he wasn't that he was like the whole point was he like learned that that wasn't a good idea. Yeah, but he was stuck with it because it would kill him if he stopped taking it. Um, but now he's giving it out. He's like a power hungry senator in this show. Or I know he's a senator. I don't. I don't want to put power hungry right. on him necessarily. But he's given the drug out. I'm sure there's a reason, and it seems like. Uh, what I really like about it is the way they're they're showing off his powers, like the limitless powers. When the guy, the main character, gets them, and he's like figuring out exactly how much strength they're in his fingers to escape, or how he like it shows all the math popping up on the screen as he figures out when the when a train that's about that's really going to cool. stop. It reminds me of Amadeus Cho from Marvel Comics, and uh, anyone who knows me knows I love Amadeus Cho. He's one of my favorite Marvel characters, and so the idea of that getting put on a TV show. Um, and solving crimes with that. Again, it's a really cool way to solve crimes and work with the FBI. The fact that Bradley Cooper is in it at all is kind of crazy because he's a big movie star. He doesn't have to be on TV, but he's going to be in a recurring role. Yeah. Uh, shows he probably enjoyed working on that film in that world. Or he got a payday, but either right. way. <laughs> right. Uh, so Limitless looks good to me. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I think it looks good. I, I feel, um, yeah, I'm excited to see it. I'm really excited to see that. I lo- Again, I love... The idea of like a future world and or even a present world with like a future drug and the implications it has, I, I eat that shit up. Yeah. Uh, so this next one, Angel from Hell, has uh, 
Oh, yeah. Uh, Jane Lynch, and I cannot remember her name, but the lead female detective from Psych. Uh, and it's about this young woman who Jane Lynch is her guardian angel, and she decides to intervene in her life, and they sort of form a relationship. And uh, Not I, that kind of relationship. No, it'll just sort of be like her guiding her through life every week. Um, it looked harmless. It's all right. This yeah. is, I think, the one I had the least to say on, just because it was like... Looks all right. I'll give it a shot, maybe. I happened to be eating a cotton candy Oreo while it was on, and that kind of made it a little better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, They're so, pretty good. <laughs> just bust out the... That's about how engaged we yeah. were. Yeah! To, to say It was time to one. get snacks when it, that was It wasn't on. bad. No. But it wasn't great. No, it was so, snack time, dude. You know, eh. Uh, all right, this is the one Rich was talking about. So we're in the ER. All right. And when you're in the ER... And there is a certain number of resources, a.k.a. doctors. But more patients than they can handle. It's called Code Black. I don't know, man. Look, this show had an amazing trailer. It like, really that did. That trailer was fucking phenomenal. I will not... I, I pretty much, as a blanket rule, don't watch medical shows. Period. And I, like, almost want to watch that show. Except for that it looks like it's no fun. Oh, it except really looks for, sad. Luis Guzman. Luis Guzman. He's the mommy. He's really cool. He gives man. the rules, and He's it's really about cool. the doctors that what come in. What a great in intro to intern. Um, yeah, Luis Guzman's great. Uh, he does his intro where he's like the head nurse of the ER, and like he takes the doctors in, and he like teaches them about the ER, but like in really colorful, fun language. And thank God he's on that show because this is a dark fucking show. It's called Code Black, and fuck, it's black. There's even a little light that flashes that says Code Black. Uh, uh, and maybe it's I real. don't believe it. If that's real, I can't believe that they actually called up an LED company and said, LED company, we need a special LED light button made that says code black on it for the instances when there's more patients than doctors in our ER. I fucking doubt it. If I'm wrong, you guys can tell me and I'll, I will say, you're right. I'm sorry. I'm wrong. There are LEDs that say code black, but... It was... I don't know, but it does look good. It's like... Code black, code black. Overall, this looks like... What is this, an old episode of Batman? It's like fucking... looks like the Batcave LEDs. It looks like the best medical drama that's come out in a while. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I mean, I could... The acting, man, and the girl who plays sort of like the... She's kind of like House. Yeah, I I forget the actress's name, and I I feel bad about that. Um, What else is she in? She was in Trophy Wife as... She always plays the really strict, hard-ass character a lot of the time. Um, she was really good in this trailer. It's amazing. I mean, it really, honestly, it's one maybe one of the top three trailers, even though it's like maybe my twentieth most favorite show. Yeah, and that's the thing. Again, we said earlier, not for us, but quality is there. Yeah, so, very much. Uh, if so. you're into medical dramas, I would recommend this one. Yeah, this one. This one looks amazing for that. Uh, this last one was a family drama called yeah. Life in Pieces. Yeah, and it posit four short stories a week that all tie into a larger narrative oh, about is that, this family. Oh, is that the deal? That's what they... That, oh, that, I didn't get that. That was what it said, like, straight up front with the name. Like, Life in Pieces, so it's about this anthology feel. Oh. Um, well, I got the... Like, there were four stories they showed us that all tied in, but is every episode going to I think that's be, what they're going for. But every episode is not going to be those same people? No, I think it is, but there'll be four stories every week. Okay. So, well, that's fine. That's just being more authentic and honest about the fact that, that these shows do have A, B, C, and D stories. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so it's just like, why don't we – we always do this. 
why don't we call it a B story? You know, I, don't I mean, know. it's entirely possible they'll set it up like here's the first story, here's the second story, yeah. here's the third story, and then a fourth story that ties them all together. That'd be interesting because usually you get the intercutting, but uh, who knows? Uh, I'd be I, interested to I check it out. I am one hundred percent watching it to see what it's like. It, it does look great. Good cast. Yeah, really good cast. Um, yeah, good comedy. So, um, I, I was gonna say there hadn't been any terrible comedies. There are more. Watchable comedies than what look like not watchable yeah. comedies this season. Yeah. Uh, so finally, that brings but a us a couple unwatchables Dr. to Ken. the network with the fewest new shows because they're killing Literally it. One, uh, one two for trailers, the fall, but one new show. Well, three trailers, one for the fall, two for mid-season uh, because they are that good right now, and uh, more people need to check out the CW, which is my favorite network. On, on I network thought television. the one thing that was interesting about about these. Uh, wow, that's crazy. I, I I um I thought one thing that was interesting about these trailers on were that they they were the least teeny bopper of any CW shows I've seen. That is, I Contagion mean, CW does is, not look like a, a teen show. It, it does not. But uh, the first and the biggest and the most holy like trailer of the year because yeah. I cannot wait for this show. DC's Legends of Tomorrow. I literally I don't text very often about like a trailer I'll see or something. Well, maybe I do, but but I'm selective. Let me say that. Immediately when I saw this trailer, I texted Jordan, and I was like, holy fuck, have you seen Legends of Tomorrow? It, holy uh, shit. It looks beautiful. So it's, this like, is... it's like everything that's awesome about Arrow or Flash times five. Talking about star power, talking about good writing, talking about cool plot, talking about just pimpness. Amazing. It's like, yeah, it's like take is... any either one of those shows and multiply it by five. It looks that good. So this is the spinoff from Arrow and Flash, characters from both shows along with some new characters, uh, forming up a team because there is a threat across time. This is a time-traveling show. Not just space. About a group of not the Justice League, but the Legends of Tomorrow, as they're, they're called. Uh, and by the way, one day they were going to be heroes, they ask, and they're like, no. You're not going to be heroes. And immediately, that's why the trailer's so good. And you're thinking, oh my god, because Captain Cold asks. So you're just like, wait, are they going to be bad guys? Like, I really thought that twist was coming. And it was like, no, you'll be legends. And I was like, oh, fuck, that's kind of corny. But, like, they played but me. But it works. They played me. Like, that. the thing that's great about it is there's, an ep- there's a scope to it that is way beyond Arrow or Flash. Yeah. Um, because Flash up to the ante on Arrow. Arrow was very much the ground level villains, you know, no superhumans, none of that. But then Flash blew the gates off that. Metahumans were brought in. Crazy powers every week. Crazy mad scientists, you know, really brought superpowers in. This show is bringing Avengers level, or at least for, like, that trailer was pretty sweet looking. It was a TV budget, yeah. But this is Avengers level action of teaming up, fighting huge robots, a army of dudes. Interplay between I th- teammates. I think what you have here is uh, now that you said that with the Avengers level action, and you also made a comment that you must have read somewhere that they're, they're going for like a Hollywood blockbuster every week. Yeah, and one thing I am bummed is it's a limited run. Yeah, it's it is like, going to be I hope it's at 13. most thirteen, but possibly hope it's less. Thirteen. Um, um, but here's what I what I was saying though is maybe you know DC like I, I saw this thing on uh, IGN and it was like who who has the better lineup uh, Marvel or DC and I was like. <laughs> And then I was like, oh, wait, they're talking about TV. That actually is a question. You know uh, what I mean? Ain't no question DC right. on TV. Right. I mean, they well, are okay, they're, maybe. Kill, they're crushing it. Maybe, maybe not. But I'm just saying, I mean, there is S.H.I.E.L.D., there is Agent Carter, there is Daredevil. I don't know about that. There ain't no question. 
Flash is like hands down the best superhero. Yeah, but trope. there ain't no question. I'm sure there. Are, I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying one way or the other. But I'm not. I don't think that DC has it completely blown out of the Daredevil's park. Daredevil's the first like hit Marvel's had because Agents of Shield still gets haters. I'm not, and I love Agents of Shield. I'm just that saying. Show you in terms of year. superhero, you know, amazingness. Like they are now. Don't get me wrong. I think that by the time Defenders rolls around and you've got all of these superpowered people actually on a team together, it's just that D- Marvel's still getting there. It's sort of like DC. In a couple years, they'll have a presence, but. They gotta build it. They gotta build it up to be anywhere near. And maybe they never will catch up with Marvel on movie side because movies are just—they're crushing it. They're way ahead. They're like twelve movies down the line before DC even gets their universe going. But there's just a scope to Arrow and Flash where it doesn't feel like they are struggling to make it work on the TV budget. I don't know. I love the Marvel shows. I'm not a DC fanboy. You know, I'm a Marvel zombie in terms of comics. I just think that DC, like Legends of Tomorrow, looks amazing, and Marvel has nothing that looks as good as that on TV. That's nothing that looks as good as Flash either, but no, I love. No, I don't know if I'm buying this completely, but then again, I'm the guy who's seen like two episodes or three episodes of Flash and like one and one season and and two or three episodes of Arrow. So and I'll tell you this, and, Flash... I suppose, and the best episode of the best season of Arrow I haven't seen yet. People say it's season two, and then Flash gets better. So. Like Flash, I'll tell you this because uh, I'm gonna call out. Why is Flash so fucking good? I'll call out friend. Why of the is show. it so good? I'll call out a friend of the show on this one because Kelsey hadn't been watching Flash. She was catching up on Arrow. She was like. I was like, Kelsey, when you see Flash, you're going to be like, holy crap, that's the best superhero show on TV. It's the hands down the best comic Why show. is it so good? And then she was all, no, I don't even like DC that much. I don't know the characters. I'm not. I'm telling you, S.H.I.E.L.D. is better. I'm not going to like Flash that much. And then she finally got to Flash, and she's like, damn it, I got it. Like, Flash is amazing. And Flash is amazing, and Legends of Tomorrow looks like it's upping Why the Why is Flash again. so amazing? Because it just is, it doesn't hold anything back. In what way? Big name supervillains every week. Big time action effects. They want to have a talking psychic gorilla on that show. Sure, why not? They're not. They're not Shrouded planning. They're not planning for the next season. They're not planning. You know, we got to stretch this out. They're like, no. The Flash has three big villains. He has the Rogues. He has Reverse Flash. He has Gorilla Garad. We're gonna give them to you all. We're gonna make every week the best we can. And they really go all out. Hmm. Do they stumble sometimes? Sure, any show does. But it just feels amazing on wow. on the whole. Like the Flash has been just. Stellar television. I know. Every week I ask you, and you're like, it's just great. You just have to trust me. It's great. I'm like, why is it great? You know what I mean? So, um, so, but yeah, Legends of Tomorrow looks like it's upping the ante even further, giving us a big team of superheroes, old ones from Arrow and Flash, yeah. you know, new creation, well, not new creations, but new premiering characters. There is, yeah. I, They're fighting oh, Vandal the way, Savage. And Victor Garber's in that fucker. What's up, <laughs> Alias? What's up, awesome actor? Uh, anyway, it, it's just looking. I great. love Victor Garber. He's fucking awesome. Big old check for Legends. Huge of check for that. It's definitely the best trailer I saw. Uh, so this one was an interesting one. Crazy ex girlfriend. I don't know what I think of this. I think it's 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 bonkers. It's I mean, what a better word is there for it, right? It's it's just off the wall. It's about a girl who is it a musical? I don't know if it's a musical. It had musical parts to the trailer. That could just be a pilot thing. You could have a big song and dance. But then number. again, Gallivant got renewed. It did get renewed. That was a surprise. That was a that huge was a bigger surprise. surprise than Agent Carter getting renewed. Yeah. But anyway, so it's about this girl who hasn't been happy for years. The last time was her a boyfriend from like a decade ago, and she runs into him again. And I couldn't understand from the trailer. Is she accomplished or not? Was that made? She up? is accomplished. She is a very successful woman. 
So um, she's not really crazy. She's just crazy no, no, in this they, one they, way. They 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 call her out as crazy. Like the trailer says, she has been crazy, always been crazy. But she like really leans into it when she meets this old guy, finds out he's I moving don't get across the country. Crazy people don't have their doctorate. Or their master's degree or whatever she has. Like, I don't get that. That's a weird disconnect for me. I didn't understand hey, that when happens. I was watching the Successful trailer. Successful people go crazy. Look at the astronaut. No, but she's always been country. crazy. She didn't go crazy. She was always crazy. Anyway. <laughs> it is the sort of thing... I mean, this is a heightened reality sort of show. We'll have to see. I just don't... Ridiculous. ridiculous. I gotta see how they pull it off. But it looks off. funny. It I gotta see how they pull it off. It's highly entertaining. Yeah. Um, like, the CW... I'm, I'm hella watching it. CW has a bunch of hits at this point. I'm watching it. So I'm looking forward to that. You know what that strikes me as? CW, like, every one of their shows is doing well, so they, they, like, really have no room for anything more. So they were just like, fuck. We have everything already. Like, what the fuck? We need one new show this fall. And what could it be? And, like, they're like, fuck, we gotta think of something really fucking crazy or weird or different because we've already done everything else, you know? And they thought, well, fuck, crazy ex-girlfriend, what the fuck? You know what I mean? I mean, I really, that's what it feels like. And the only shows are crazy success. I mean, at this point, they renewed all but two of their shows that got canceled. One of which was never really a big lineup hit anyway. Was uh, the Messengers got canceled? Heart of Dixie was the one show, but that, that ended. show wasn't really canceled. It was really ready to go out. I heard the the, the, the girl talking about it. And she was like, "We were ready." Yeah. So CW has got a really strong lineup. I mean, they've got all the superhero shows. They've got Jane the Virgin. They got the Vampire Diaries and the originals. They've, yeah. they've just got a strong lineup. So it's great to see them uh, get to such a strong yeah. position. Yeah. Uh, the last show was Containment, which is about which looks fucking great. Um, a little, little downer outbreak. Yeah. I mean, I'll tell you what though. Of anything that reminds me of like maybe the one hundred, and it could be quality of drama. This looks like it might be there. I could maybe see that. I mean, it, it doesn't I hit seen the, the same. So. Well, it's not the same genre. No. It is very much a more realistic take on this. Um, I know we have a more sci-fi... Actually, you know what's funny is that Netflix's version of this general concept looks like the CW show with uh, Jeanette McCurdy, where it's like anyone 21 and under was spared from this virus and they're living alone Oh, in that town. thing that's coming out. When does it start? Uh, I think in a couple weeks. I can't wait. That looks like the CW version of and this it's concept. It's a weekly show, too. Yeah, this looks like what Netflix would put out almost. Yeah. It's more adult characters... Um, a grim outlook, yeah. uh, but I'm I'm all for it. It's like, what's it up, Helix? Uh, so, wow, that was a long rundown. That was a big rundown. But was man, a big rundown. there's a lot of shows. I mean, I think overall, there's a lot to be excited for. Uh, all, but I mean, not nearly as much as to be excited for as there was last year. I'm hoping that in, we'll we'll get the reverse because last year was like a lot of excitement, a lot of excitement, mostly disappointment. Yeah. Uh, for me, I'm gonna say taking out the the based on old properties because I could sit here and say Muppets, Limitless, Ed, right. Heroes of Tomorrow, Supergirl. I could say all those. I'm excited for every single one of those. Um, as far as original concept shows, um, on the comedy front, I really think uh, Uncle Buck looks like the best, which is weird to be saying. I'd say uh, um, either the Grinder or um, Grinder looks good too. The Grinder yeah. or uh, the one before it. On the drama front, wait, wait, what's the one before the Grinder? Oh, the one before the Grinder. Oh, uh, Grandfather. Those two. Um, on the drama front, Lucifer's probably the one I'm most excited for. Um, Followed by the Frankenstein Code. Duh. And then Wicked City. I gotta see that show. Wicked City and The Family are both just... I know. I'm hugely interested in what those are gonna be like. Yeah, me too. Let me see the list. Yeah, take it on. The list. Do your summation while I uh, talk here. But overall, yeah, like Rich said, this looks like a pretty solid fall. Um, nothing super exciting, but... Ooh, blind spot, dude. 
Yeah, Blind Spot looks solid. The player looks fun. <laughs> I really want to check out the player. Nothing looks like okay. There are shows that look outright terrible, Rosewood but there's not a lot of Rosewood. Does not look horrible. It looks unoffensive. <laughs> Oil looks horrible. I'm gonna watch it, but Doctor Ken. Doctor Ken is. I, I don't even want to talk about it. it. Doesn't deserve my breath anymore. It's over. <laughs> it's history. Because I wish that he could just move on from it before it ever had to happen. Like the sort of thing where you. Can oh my god! Of Kings and Prophets looks bad. Uh, oh my god! It looks bad. Uh, Quantico looks interesting. I mean, oh no, the catch. I really, for me, the one that I think I liked that I was the most excited about that I thought you were maybe not as excited was probably the catch. No, I, well, okay, the one I'm least excited about that you seem more positive on would be Frankenstein Code. But oh, right. The right. catch I'm curious on, I'm more, I'm, I'm guarded on the catch because it's Shonda. Shonda is guard necessary. Yeah. Guard is necessary for that one. There's a lot of interesting stuff on here. I'm excited all around. Um, you know, I again, I there's, I don't know, it's gonna be interesting. There's a lot, again, a lot of prop, new, a lot of properties that are that are old on here. Uh, I mean, from Uncle Buck to Limitless to Supergirl to, um, what's the other one I was thinking? Lucifer, um, Minority Report. There's a lot. Um, yeah. It's, it's going to be interesting. The family does look interesting. I don't know. We'll it's, see how this fall shakes out. Some of that yeah. is going to be outright terrible. Yeah. Some of it's going to surprise us. Uh, and that is, hope that's what you want out of a TV season, really. I it can't all be hits. You. What would you rather watch a season of? The Muppets or Supergirl? Uh, Boom. Drop the mic. I'd have to pick Supergirl. Okay. I'm a superhero guy. Yeah. Muppets, I'm sorry. Yeah. The Muppets are sad. Uh, those, two, those two guys are like, I'm not surprised. <laughs> All right, but overall, uh, so as always, we're The Joy of Gaming. You can find us on Facebook, The Joy of Gaming, uh, on Twitter, at The Joy of Game. We've got our email address, thejoyofgamingpodcast at gmail.com. Soon to be back with maybe The Joy of Geek website. We'll see. Yeah, the, we got it. We got some kind of new website. Uh, you can always find our old episodes at thejoyofgaming.com. Uh, and uh, we actually just put up an episode pretty recently about comics, um, talking about all the big comic movies um, and comic books we were reading. Yeah, we'll have an we'll have an official episode of the joy of gaming at some point soon. Real and soon. again, it's we're we're, we're hoping to rebrand because we've put out a lot of content. Maybe the episode count for joy of gaming hasn't gone up, but we've been we've been cranking out episodes. We're gonna have more in a couple weeks. We'll have one for Heroes Con. That's only about yeah. a month away. Yeah. Um, I have a lot of gaming stuff to talk about, so we need to do that. Yeah, we're gonna get another new, big mainline episode out, uh, but. TV's fun. Yeah, TV's fun. You've enjoyed this look. Up fucking front. If nothing else, we'll be back in the fall to talk about these shows and see where we we live. If nothing else, we're going to be back a lot. (laughs) Well, I mean, on the TV side. Okay. But uh, who knows? Maybe summer TV will inspire us. Hey, that's right. Uh, Well, hey, you're going to be talking about Hannibal. I got to catch up before then, too. Uh, We were just talking about how little summer TV there is, and I was like, Jordan, man, if there weren't Hannibal, you'd be really out of luck. I would. That's true. So, all right. Well, on that note, I'm Rich Lepore. And I'm Jordan Alseka. And we'll see you soon.